What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have a bunch of updates coming in for you today. Kind of a traditional type of episode because we actually do have a lot of news coming out from different sides, different areas of the baseball world. Let's jump right into it. So in an announcement yesterday, longtime Major League outfielder Melky Cabrera has retired. He last appeared in the majors in 2019. And he had actually played winter ball each of the past two years. But this announcement officially closes the book on his successful big league playing career. See, first of all, when I've said this before, but when you play in the major leagues for for this long, when you play in the major leagues for 15 seasons, like Melky Cabrera, it means you're a good player. And he was a very good player, especially in his heyday. He was a one-time all-star, but we do know that all-star was definitely aided by performance-enhancing drugs. He was caught. He served a suspension for PEDs. But Melky Cabrera was was pretty darn good around, you know, 2011, 2012, especially 2012 when he was the Giants, his all-star year. But when you stick around in the major leagues for parts of 15 seasons, it means that your services are of value and teams definitely like what you bring to the table. So he won a World Series with the Yankees in 09. He has one All-Star and one and he was actually the All-Star game MVP that year. So, you know, these one-time accolades, but that 09 World Series with the Yankees, now that you look back at it, not to not to throw shade or anything, but the first thing that came to my mind when I remember this, I was like, wow, they had Robbie Cano, who has served two suspensions for PEDs. You have Mel Cabrera, who was on that team, who served a suspension for PEDs. You have A-Rod, who served a suspension for PEDs. You have all these people on that Yankees team who were in the middle of that lineup who served suspensions for PEDs at some point in their career. But hey, you know, obviously, those are just the guys who were caught. But it's just kind of funny to me that that 2009 Yankees team was juiced up. They were all juiced up. And, you know, that's I guess that's why they're the Bronx Bombers. No, I'm just kidding. But... Just the first thing that came to my mind. Anyway, Melky Cabrera broke into the majors with New York halfway through the 2005 season. He got to the majors just a bit before his 21st birthday. He's a switch hitter, and he emerged as a regular the following year, and he played with the Yankees right through that 09 World Series campaign. Then he bounced around a little bit. They traded him to the Braves. He, he struggled with Atlanta and was released after one year, but he bounced back after hooking on with the Royals the next season. After a solid year in Kansas City, he was traded to the Giants before 2012, and then he had that really good season where he was you know, an all-star. So for his career, Melky Cabrera finishes with a 285 average, 101 steals, 144 homers, 20.6 wins above replacement. Pretty solid for Melky Cabrera, pretty solid. And as I always do, got to look at how much money did this man earn in his playing career, Looks like he comes in at a total of $72.7 million. Pretty solid. He's taken care of and all is well. Another player who announced his retirement yesterday was Travis Snyder. Not sure if many people remember that name, but Lunchbox Hero himself. Travis Snyder, I believe that Lunchbox Hero is his, his uh, Twitter handle. I don't know if he uses it on other social. Yeah, he uses it on Instagram too. But he announced it on Instagram. Thank you, baseball. We've been in countless relationships 
all that good stuff. But Travis Snyder, I think most of us remember him as a Toronto Blue Jay. He was a first-round pick of Toronto in 2006, and he quickly emerged as one of baseball's more promising prospects. Like, he was actually the number six overall prospect in baseball heading into 2009, and then not long after he had made his I mean, that, that was not long after he made his big league debut at age 20, just the year before. So he spent the next three-plus seasons in Toronto. He never actually emerged as the middle-of-the-order slugger that he was projected to be, and Blue Jays fans hoped he would become. But he hit around the league average for his first few seasons, and then he kind of struggled after that. But Travis Snyder announced his retirement yesterday. Hey, we got to give everybody some love. Got to give everybody love. You know, he was, I mean, decidedly... A pretty mediocre player when it was all said and done but being a major leaguer is is special in its own right he only earned five million dollars in his career so it's, it's not like he ever hit a big on a big free agent contract or anything so we talked a little bit about Shea Suzuki the outfielder in Japan who was posted by his team the Hiroshima Carp in late November that opened a 30-day window for him to come to an agreement with a big league team but Major League Baseball instituted a lockout just 10 days into the posting process. So his posting window is frozen right now for the duration of the lockout. And now we're six weeks into the lockout with basically no progress on key issues. And questions have begun to emerge about Shea Suzuki's future. Because Japan's preseason camps open in two weeks on February 1st. And there had been some thought that he might return to the Hiroshima Carp. If there is no progress among MLB and the Player Association over the next few weeks, but apparently he's not considering that. Apparently, Shea Suzuki is willing to wait out this lockout. He's just going to wait until both sides agree. That's what he said through an interpreter. There's no date I set on myself in Japan. You don't experience a lockout, so it's a first for me. At first, I was a little worried about it, but when you think about it, it's going to end sometime soon. Just having that positive mindset that it will end sometime has allowed me to keep my head up. And he's 100% right. This lockout is not really a big deal. It's going to end. I mean, Major League Baseball is going to be played. We're going to have a season 2022, which is part of the offseason. I, I honestly don't see this as big of, as big of a deal. Because honestly, if anything, it's made the offseason better because of that free agent spending frenzy we had just before the lockout. We never get that in baseball. We never get anything that cool. We don't get a football or basketball type of offseason where guys are signing left and right and seeing these big, massive deals on the ticker symbol on the TV every night, like we saw in late November over there. So if anything, I feel like the lockout has made the offseason more exciting, at least on the front end. We normally have these long spells of just no news anyway. So this is just part of that. This lockout is just part of that. And spring training is going to be in a month if everything goes as planned. But the season is going to happen. There's really no there's no doubt in my mind. But Shea Suzuki looks like he is in, he is intent on coming over to the major leagues apparently between 10 to 12 teams have reached out to him or at least reached out to him before the lockout the giants mariners rangers red sox blue jays yankees have all been linked to him according to past reports the forecast for him is about 55 million dollars over five seasons that's pretty darn good pretty darn good i mean that's that's also i mean it's not cheap for an outfielder it's definitely not cheap but for that kind of money you're hoping you're getting a uh, an above average contributor a well above average contributor and the, the thing about Suzuki is that he is great with the glove as well he's just not a he's not just a bat 
his glove is is phenomenal. So we'll see. I mean, and, and honestly, I think defense is something that can easily translate to the major leagues. It can translate to any any level of play. You can take your glove with you wherever you want. The hitting, that's that's definitely a much more nuanced conversation to have because it depends on a lot of things. It depends on the hitter's swing. It depends on you know, what his strengths are, you know, his approach to the plate, things of that nature, and the, obviously the kind of pitching he's used to facing. So we'll see how that goes, but Shea Suzuki looks like he's going to wait for his opportunity to head over to the major leagues in 2022. So... We will leave it at that today. There, there is more news, but I think we'll just continue at, at another junction. But that is where we will stop today. That's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.